1: Okay, hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Liu. Uh, I didn't anticipate doing another Reaction Podcast, considering the Raptors uh, have finished playing for the 2019-20 season. But um, look, this isn't just a Raptor show. This is also a former Raptor show. And I have to tell you that former Toronto Raptor Patrick Patterson has now lost in Game 7 to the Denver Nuggets uh, by a score of 104-89. to Joining me to recap this uh i guess loss i don't really know what perspective we're talking from is uh asad asad bro um how did you enjoy the los angeles clippers
2: this was basically the first game of the eastern conference finals for me
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness bro um yo where do we where do we even start with this so Kawhi leaves and breaks up a championship team to go you gotta do it yo
2: you got to do it. You got to force a team to trade more picks um than points uh than made baskets that Paul George scored in a game mm. 7. Mm. This man this man was traded for more picks
1: than he scored baskets in game 7, man. Uh I I know um I know people are complaining about playoff P, but um listen, Kawhi, you had you had playoff P at home. You didn't need to go to Los Angeles for <laughs> playoff P, all right? And I'm talking about, you know, listen, as much as Pascal struggled 4 16 from the field for Paul George today,
2: that's a, that's a Pascal Siakam
1: stat line right there. I was going to say, come on, bro. At least Pascal played defense. <laughs> at least Pascal's not turned the ball over five times. But.
2: You know, Doc and uh, uh, Paul George, they said, yo, you know, they never saw it as championship or bust this year. Mm. They just didn't have enough time, you know, chemistry issues. They just had to, you know, right. Right. Of right. course, Lou Williams said back in April that they were all sitting back laughing every time they heard those chemistry
1: issue mm. jokes. So. Mm. Kind of weird yeah. how that sounds it's funny how that works, man. It is really funny how the Los Angeles Clippers, who have accomplished absolutely nothing, like literally nothing, they just showed a graphic during the game on the NSPN broadcast, and it had franchises, not just in basketball specifically, but in, like, other sports too. I think they showed, like, NFL, saw the Columbus Blue Jackets in this graphic of just teams that have never made the third round, the conference finals. And the, the, the most number of years. And the Charlotte Hornets, you would think, will be number one in the NBA because they have not made it in 30 years of existence. The Clippers have not made the conference finals in 49 years. And <laughs> even after adding Cole High Leonard and going up 3-1 again in the second round. Don't forget, man, the Clips went up 3-1 a couple of years ago against the Houston Rockets and then lost to Josh Smith and Corey Brewer. This time listen, around. when
2: you're when you're up three one and up like fifteen points, you just got to start a fight with Paul Millsap,
1: right? Oh, listen, you have to, man. <laughs> listen, you got to poke the bear. I mean, Paul Millsap's not even that good at the stage of his career, but why did he do that? Man? The real playoff, Paul, dog. Oh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Jesus Christ, man. Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, look, I the Clippers look they blew two games um, where they led by f- uh, 15 and 16 points respectively at halftime in games five and six, they get to game seven and me stupidly thinking Kawhi Leonard, bro. That man is, you know, uh, Michael Jordan, um, the 2.0 version. Okay. Uh, he's going to come out in game seven and give you a great performance. Cause the last time I saw Kawhi in game seven for, you know, the, the championship winning team, he came out, had a great game, didn't score the ball efficiently, but, you know, put the ball through the hoop, played some great defense against Jimmy Butler. Uh, none of that tonight, man, for, for Kawhi. And listen, I, I, I love Kawhi. Like, I, I absolutely love Kawhi. He did so much good for this franchise. But I'm just saying, man, uh, he left a championship team to go form what was supposed to be a championship team with the Clippers. And honestly, the Raptors made it farther than the Clippers. I know they're both in game seven. At least the Raptors came down to one possession. All right. The Raptors were getting twenty piece by the Denver Nuggets, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well you know,
2: that's that's what Kawhi does, right? Accomplish mm. the same amount as everybody else in much fewer games. That's what he's about. Wow. Uh I oh, know I'm not gonna dis Kawhi. Kawhi's still my favorite player. But uh-huh. honestly, yo, like that's he was what not happens good. when he was not good today. Yo, that's what the thing is when you gotta carry such a large load, like you're gonna end up looking like the Bradley Be- Beal Wizard some nights, man. Wow. Like we saw, we saw Lou, we saw Pat Beverly air ball a floater mm. like over the basket, a baseline layup over the basket. We saw Lou Williams blowing layups. We saw Paul George doing Paul George bullshit. And then I think my favorite moment was they were like down eight and Jemichael Green tried to
1: like do a spike oh, dunk. Yeah. yeah that yeah. went out to half court. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yo, he, he got a backcourt violation on a dunk. <laughs> Yo, know, just finger roll that thing is, man. You look like Amina Hassan. Like, you should maybe just go for the finger roll. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Honestly, the only thing missing from this Clippers loss was that they didn't put Patrick Patterson in at some point. Uh, I would have really loved to see him get into the game and join in on this Brickfest from three. The Clippers shot nine of 35. Um, And, yeah, Kawhi and Paul George, the two of them together, um, zero points in the fourth quarter. Look, you know, I get it. The Nuggets are a hard team to score against, you know? They're they're just an elite defensive club. Like you, you can't Yeah, score. man. Like it's not like it's not like OG
2: Anunoby scoring 30 on them mm. and like stealing the ball from Nikola Jokic five times by, yeah. you know, trapping the ball handler at the top of the key. It's not mm. like that's something that is possible to do against this team, right? I mean like the Clippers basically gave their best effort. Like you
1: saw those little like, you know, stick man traps that they were putting up on them. Oh, bro. They look terrible defensively, man. They don't have a strategy. They don't have a plan. Like, yo, literally, they got the ball. Listen, guys, it's 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 layup. Second wave is coming.
2: You've heard. Socially distance yourself. Mm. You know? You got to hide yourselves. Like Paul George in the playoffs, he goes into hiding. Wear your masks. Oh, man. Yo, look, here's the thing, right? Like, the reason you sign guys like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, like, the reason you want, like, to have a guy like Paul George on your team, like these – Star wings who can get their own shot is because, like you know, in the fourth quarter and the playoffs, you need that for your offense. Mm. So you know, just looking back, like Game Five, uh, the Clippers only lost the fourth quarter by thirteen points. Wow. Um, game Six, the Clippers only lost the fourth quarter by fifteen points. You know, that's 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 where you get the value, right? Mm. If they didn't have Kawhi and Paul George, they might have lost that quarter by sixteen points. Who even knows, right? I mean, tonight. Tonight, they only lost it by seven points.
1: That's not bad. Undeniable improvement. They're going to get him in game eight.
2: They had had 33 points in the second half. (laughs) They're (laughs) looking like the the first half Raptors, man. What is this? Oh,
1: my goodness. The amount of brick threes. There was one sequence. If Kawhi Kawhi wanted to be on a team that scored 15 points in a quarter, it could have just stayed. I'm just saying, bro. Like, yo, again, we can get back to the Kawhi thing. But it's just, you know, in the fourth quarter there, there was a stretch where Kawhi missed a three, pull-up three, back ironed it. Uh, Pat Beverly, you know, chased down the long rebound, kicked it to the corner. Jermichael kicked it to the other corner. And Paul George was wide open. He shot the ball. The, the Clippers needed this. If, if Matt Devlin was calling that game, he would have said, we need this. And Paul <laughs> George hit the side of the backboard on a wide open corner three. Uh, I, I'm just I'm it's unbelievable. This club. And, you know, it's just this team is just very easy to dislike they have a lot of players that just you know have have really carried themselves like they were three-time defending champions and that they were just gonna sleepwalk to the title and honestly they're they have fantastic yo, talent pat, but
2: bev, pat bev said you know they got the next five
1: <laughs> the next five what <laughs> he told steph yo i got the next five years it's mine nah, now you <laughs> got the next five so you got the next five uh Flights out the Cancun for his, for his squad. That's what they're This
2: is just, hey, Pat Beverly, great line, yo. 11, 5, and 6. Really, that's outplaying bro, his averages right there. That's amazing. That's, that's better than what Paul George did. <laughs> Paul George is a negative 20 for the game,
1: dog. Yeah, Paul George put up a 10, 4, and 2, bro. Like, yo, listen, I know we complain about Pascal, but 10, 4, and 2. Yo, Pascal did better than hey, the basic game Seven. Two I'm assists with
2: five turnovers isn't that bad, okay? That's a pretty decent point four ratio.
1: Wow. <laughs> Damn, this is an accountant right here, right? This this guy knows all about the ratios, Jesus, Oh man, um, what else from this game? Um, I, I love the coaching from Doc Rivers, definitely. No no adjustments at all throughout the game. Jamal Murray, forty points. And here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, because look, Kawhi, you made the decision. It's it's all good. It's literally it's all good. But I'm just saying. If the Raptors – let's say it was the Raptors in the situation against the Denver Nuggets, right? Think of the defensive matchups you would have. You have, first off, Marcus Gasol guarding Nikola Jokic. So you're not really going out there with Montrez Harrell or Ivica Zubac or, I don't even know, Jermichael Green, I guess. Uh, you know, A, so you have someone to actually bang with them in the post-contested shots. Uh, if you watch what uh, Spain did to Serbia – in last year's World Cup, you can get a sense of what um, Mark could do in that matchup. And then, of course, you have a guy like Murray who's scoring 40 points. Um, you know, A, you can have a point of, you can have an actual defender, not someone who's fooling you like Patrick Beverly, like an actual defender like Fred Van VanVleet who has locked down guys like Steph Curry or Kemba Walker, similar profile players. And then on top of that, you have an actual coach that can put out different schemes to work around these two main focus points and force the Nuggets to go to other options, and uh, you know that's. Listen, you can't you can't send a doctor to do a job for that's that's fit for a nurse, and um, yeah, listen, it just it didn't work out tonight, man. I'm just saying, look, listen, if Kawhi had the Raptors with him tonight, would have been a different story. Wouldn't even have been a game seven, but uh, listen, man, when you can play with Landry Shamit, like that's just to someone
2: welcome. who's. More reliable than a Fred VanVleet. and honestly, they might have won this game if he didn't get injured. He got injured, he could only play six minutes, he only contributed a negative 10. Like, oh my goodness, he's been there long.
1: <laughs> it's six minutes.
2: <laughs> oh man, like, you got like, let's be honest, like, if we're ranking point guards, like, how far down the list is Kyle Lowry when you can play with Patrick Beverly, Lou oh, Williams, Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Jackson?
1: Listen, Reggie Jackson Reggie
2: Jackson, four minutes. You're talking about impact? Four minutes, negative nine, baby.
1: Any anytime you can play a player that got cut from No, Yo, you
2: the, said you said the, Patrick Patterson didn't play. Reggie Jackson put up a 000000000 out of two zero out of one zero 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 one One foul. That's a Patrick <laughs> Patterson right there. Why are you lying to me, Will?
1: <laughs> oh my god, man. This guy's stat line looked like the Matrix. Um yeah, I mean, anytime you can pick up uh, the the point guard that was cut from the Detroit Pistons and play him in, in a crucial point in 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 a game seven, you have to do it. You you absolutely have to. The minus nine and four minutes, you just you have to get that. You know, um, yeah. Listen, it's it was a uh, it was you know and look, listen, we got to give a lot of credit to the Nuggets. They played phenomenal. Nikola Jokic, sixteen points, twenty two rebounds, thirteen assists. Uh, I love that Jokic uh, stunted on the Clippers at the end in a very Jokic fashion by throwing a two-handed over-the-head pass blindly into the paint for Jamal Murray, who got fouled. Um, It
2: was nastier. It was before that. (laughs) It was like two minutes left in the game. And Nikola Jokic, he's like five feet away from the top of the key, throws a no-look two-hand pass to nobody in the left corner, just sails it out of bounds because it doesn't even fucking matter. (laughs) game's over.
1: Uh, That's like the end of a soccer game where you just punt the ball downfield for no good reason. Um, And then, you know, Jamal Murray, man, listen. Kawhi, you know, left Canada only to get beaten by the best player from Canada. Forty points for Jamal Murray today in forty-five minutes. Really good defensive effort too from him. Uh, he's really leveled up in the playoffs. I, he's been really exciting to watch. You know, he's making big shots, and he's got to be like one of the most aesthetically pleasing players
2: oh. in the league. Like bar, bar none. When he's on, it's just absurd. He mm. that last three he hit was so ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Just no, he saying, just gets yeah. into the zone, like it's like that Dame Lillard zone,
2: where he's just yelling "fuck you" at you. But he jumps really high; like he can get his shot off against almost anybody. His balance off mm-hmm. one foot is just
1: absurd. Yeah, and I like the the little floater game we had to today, right? Because a lot of times the Nuggets are the the Clippers were really trying to pressure that pick and roll and
2: against hard defense, man. Imagine having to go up against like Lou Williams and like Pat Listen, Beverly, bro, all is- NBA, all NBA level defense two all NBA level defenders on this Clippers team that couldn't
1: even execute a trap Two six men of the years, man. Lou will playoff noted playoff performer, Lou Williams, seven points. Montres Harrell even played well for them today, man. He was Uh, their leading scorer, man. That's, that's correct. That is correct. Wow. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it was always weird to me that Montrez Harrell's name was one letter away from Montreal. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we have to talk about sort of just how this team was put together. Um, <laughs> <a> random ass. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's not even Slider. That just, I don't know. I was looking at it earlier and I was like, that's almost Montreal. Um, so Frank Lawrence, um, you know, Frank Lawrence, you might know him. He's one of your accounting um, and co-workers. Definitely sounds yeah. like he could be. Um, pretty sure he's middle management. Um So we have to appreciate Frank Lawrence because obviously the Clippers got to a game seven in the conference finals, or sorry, in the semifinals, which is, again, the farthest point that they've ever gotten in their franchise. So you have to give a huge congratulations to Frank Lawrence. This man put in more work than anybody on the Clippers. He obviously lived in Scotiabank Arena all of last year. This man had uh, a tent in the Sprite Zone. I could see it every single time I went up to the media gondola because that's essentially where he lived. And he stalked Kawhi all year and and, um, he brought Kawhi to the Clippers for this very exact reason so that they have now hit a point in their franchise that they've only ever been to one other time. So listen, I got to say a huge congratulations to Frank Lawrence. Uh, He looks like, you know, if you took Alex Caruso and aged them up another 50 years and um, I'm just, I'm just happy for him. I'm proud of him. Um, What do you think about the Clippers? You know, Frank Lawrence, uh, Steve Ballmer, You got to say a huge congratulations to the ownership group and the the, the management group. Amen. like, look, this is probably one of their best seasons in franchise history, right? Oh,
2: absolutely. Come on. Battle of L.A. Mm. Like, yo, Mm. you got to go out with you. Like, Lawrence Frank spends all this time getting to know Kawhi, Mm. you know, learning things about him, only to find out on signing day that Kawhi thinks he's two separate people named Lawrence and Frank working in the (laughs) payroll department. He's like, "Hey, Kawhi, have you met Lawrence Frank?" And Kawhi just hands him like his social security number. He's like, "Okay, which one? Which one's Lawrence?" You know, he got Steve Ballmer screaming at the podium because he won his championship there. Um, oh, man! Imagine being worth like sixty billion dollars, mm. and then going out sad like this.
1: Listen, this is, this is you know, this is what multi-billionaires do. This is why we got to abolish billionaires is because they're they're spending the max contract on Paul George. They're just wasting money.
2: Could yeah, you on, imagine man.
1: put that, how put many
2: that. people could have been saved if the Clippers just didn't do that ugly jersey rebrand?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, the one with the Ro- Los Angeles. <laughs> isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that fun?
2: <laughs> they went and got themselves <laughs> big three jerseys because they're like, just in case we don't win this year, we can go to the big three. Patrick uh, Beverly is about like one season away from playing in the big three and dominating. So. Oh, my
1: goodness. You know, the trash talk would be actually on par for the big three. Big three has pretty good trash talk. Pat Bev would fit in right nice with that Jeez. with that squad. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just, this is bad. I mean, look, listen, I have never taken notes um, for a Snyder pod before, but I have some other notes to get to, such as uh, Doc Rivers is now, well, he was already the first ever head coach to have blown two 3 1 leads in the playoffs. So now he is the runaway leader for coaches that have blown a 3 1 lead. It's now three times for Doc Rivers. He is six and eight in game sevens for his career, which is um, tough to do, really. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just, this man's had a lot of heartbreak. And um, yeah, I, I didn't think it could get any worse than when. Uh, Again, back in I think what 2015, it was the Lob City Clippers, and they were losing to threes from Josh Smith and uh, Corey Brewer. But this, this, this might be worse. This might be worse just based on the amount of talent that they had. Well, and- it's
2: shameless. It's like you can't even call this Clippers team that Clippers team because they built this on the fly. They put mm. this team together, and honestly, it is difficult when you build a team on the fly and you have so yeah. many. Parts to come together and succeed in the championship. Like on, the Raptors had a whole six weeks with Marc Gasol to go on their <laughs> championship run and play, you know, tight knit
1: defense with no flaws. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just time that the Clippers never had. You know, Bro, it's not fair, man. They added Reggie Jackson in in in, Mar- in May. They or in March, they had to they had to adapt. You can't just add Reggie Jackson and 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 just keep rolling. You can't add a Marcus Morris Senior at the trade deadline, trading away a first round pick. And Moe Harkless. Uh, so, you know, to, 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 <laughs> listen, that seven points that he had on two of nine shooting was totally worth the first round pick. The Clippers, by the way, have no picks from now until 2027. Um, yeah. So I'm just, I'm happy for this franchise. And again, I have to say, I'm really happy for, for Patrick Patterson, you know, like this, he, he got to celebrate and come on. He got a free tri- ride to Disneyland, you know, he probably got to see some movies out there, you know.
2: It's got to be pretty depressing when you're just on the bench and you're
1: required to wear a mask. Mm, right, because yeah. <laughs> He's not you're... getting on the court, dog. <laughs> Keep your mask. Yeah. <laughs> they should have given him some of these masks in Toronto. Oh,
2: my well... <laughs> oh,
1: oh, my gosh.
2: Yo, yeah. Lillard and McCollum going on Twitter and clowning them at top. Unbelievable.
1: Bro, top imagine, imagine getting bantered By the Blazers. The Blazers haven't even done that much either. But damn, the Blazers really are bantering them. And then people are like, well, come on. The Blazers haven't done anything. At least the Blazers went to, you know, the conference finals. (laughs) The Clippers in 50 years have never gone to the conference finals, bro. Uh, Josh, by the way, uh, you know, obviously Josh Hart from the Live Collins Show messaged me saying that uh, V Stibiano, some were laughing. And, you know, I, (laughs) (laughs) I just had to throw that in there, man. You know, shut up, V. Um. <laughs> yeah just shout out V. got rid of uh got rid of donald sterling um yeah i also saw i mean listen there's been some incredible re- tweets from this uh, whole situation one that made me really sad but also was quite funny was uh one that said balmer's about to go tear down paul george's old neighborhood which um yeah that's also what's gonna happen too so Listen, the, the Clippers are just a disgusting franchise. Uh, and I'm just, you know, Kawhi, buddy, listen, if you had stayed and 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 it was you taking some of those shots in game seven, probably, should probably wouldn't even have gone to a game seven, you know? I mean, we, hey, we, this we, is
2: just what happens though, right? Because like nobody, nobody, like everybody talks about basketball. Like the media is all based in the East coast or whatever. They don't stay up late to watch these West coast games. And you get all these pickup highlights like, yo, Let's be honest. The Western Conference is just playing a bunch of pickup basketball. Like Nobody
1: this is, plays defense, man. They
2: don't play any defense. It's just people going for hoop mixtapes, and they're still only scoring 80 points in a game. <laughs> what is
1: this, man? Bro, they scored two more points than the Raptors did in game seven. Okay. I'm watching Pat Bev run an ISO. Why? For hey, why? He was the only one of their starters that shot over 50% from the field. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, Pap Everly, man. I hope he, uh, he, I hope he made good money on selling those white t-shirts. Remember, that was the video at the start of the bubble was he packed oh my God. 200 uh, Haynes tees. And uh, I just hope he turned them into a profit. You know, this man was down there running Amsterdam. Um, and hey, when you got
2: to throw in a white flag. You might as well have a bunch of
1: <laughs> well, that's what Patrick Patterson is there for. Um, <laughs> I also really love, by the way, how much I really took notes for this. This is unbelievable. Um, I really love how much, uh, how many franchises have gone together to, to, to join forces, to hate the Clippers. Um, First off, just a generally dislikable team. Right. But you have the Mavericks disliking the Clippers for all the times. I mean, just like verbal and physical abuse towards Luka Doncic, completely unwarranted. You have Spurs fans just eternally hating Kawhi. You have Laker fans, obviously hating the Clippers because you know, the Clippers are the eternal little brothers and no one likes little brothers like that. The Raptors fans, listen, we, 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 we're just being petty. And I completely understand that. We're being very petty. We love Kawhi, man. But again, Kawhi left us for this situation. So you better win with this situation. They didn't do it. You got Portland fans disliking this franchise. You got OKC fans disliking the fact that Paul George quit. Now, they're probably happy that they got like five first round picks out of this deal. But still, they don't like Paul George. Uh, you got, you know, and, and of course, they, they, they hate Patrick Beverly as well uh how annoyed do you have to be to be russell
2: westbrook like you motherfucker you made me leave my franchise to go out in the
1: same round i did (laughs) that's what i'm saying man Kawhi, you're a home record bro like why did you do all this man could have just stayed in toronto paul george could have stayed in losing the first round with uh russell westbrook but at least it would have been westbrook's fault not paul george's fault um it would have been Melo's fault again somehow and everything would have been fine, and the Raptors would I just have been MVP champions. I just champions. wonder how
2: I just wonder how many surgeries Paul George is going to have in the next week. Like, how many surgery beds are we going to get pictures from him? Oh from? my
1: goodness! Oh my goodness! I actually injured both shoulders, knees, and elbows at the same time. Damn uh, this yeah, this man's going to be playing operation on himself. Good God. This guy's going to pull the LeBron and show up to the, the postgame with the, he's like, <laughs> the cast. Oh. He's like, oh, this cast that I'm going to put right in front here so people can take photos of? Yeah, I actually I, I got swept because of this cast. That's that's why. Um, <clears throat> oh, my Lord. No, but listen, we can't slander LeBron, man. Come on. Listen, LeBron, obviously at age, you know, 35 or whatever he is right now, um still able to get his team to the conference finals, you know, and you know, look at Look at the Clippers. I mean, look, we were just wrong about this team, man. They really got no heart. That's the thing. They got no heart, no identity. They need leadership. And again, I think, you know, taking away from the center a little bit, just it does kind of validate a little bit of what the Raptors did last year because obviously there was this prevailing thought that it was so much of it was Kawhi. And Kawhi was obviously a huge part, man. He was the number one option. But at the same time, it took a team to win that for championship it took an absolute team effort I think we as Raptor fans we know that we watch this team we understand how it works uh we understood that but it seemed like so much of the national media was I mean look Kawhi left and they're like yeah you know I'm gonna Dennis Scott's gonna go on NBA TV and say the Raptors are not gonna make the playoffs like that's they thought it was like a LeBron and Cleveland situation it was not like that and the Raptors needed to provide that team around Kawhi guys to could defend guys that could set up the offense. You know, there, there was the Kawhi offense, but there was also the Raptors offense when Kawhi wasn't there. And to play a team game. And also just to be a likable group, right? Like, look how likable the Raptors were as compared to this Clippers team. And, you know, it just goes to show that you can't just, like, go somewhere else and just magically, you know, conjure up a championship out of this random group of players that don't even play together. You know, like, the Raptors really had to make that work. And so I, I think it really does validate the title a lot. I don't really personally need the title to be validated. I just want to be petty. But maybe for the national media, maybe they can appreciate the 2019 championship a little bit more. What do you think?
2: Uh, Yeah, spot on. Honestly, like, it's – I think, like, it's amazing how everybody could have watched that finals and not noticed that, like, like, Kawhi Leonard in the last game had as many points as Fred VanVleet and Kyle Lowry did. Like who's gonna be like who's gonna be the Kyle Lowry on this Clipper team? People are like, oh Pat Bev. Clippers Clippers Reddit was ready to say, oh, Pat Bev's a Kyle Lowry type player, man. And uh, I think Iman said it. Mm-hmm. She had the tweet that Pat Bev is just doing a bad impersonation of Marcus Smart, doing a bad impersonation of Kyle Lowry out there. Like this Clipper team you saw, like the Raptors team you saw, was crisp defensive rotations. Mm-hmm. It was a team that was just on a string. It was just dying for each other. This Clipper team, they weren't a great defensive team at any point. Like, they mm-hmm. had stretches where they could pull it off, but like, you had a lot of individual weaknesses. It's just a bunch of dudes shoving people and diving on the floor. Like, that's not defense. It's a lot of just being loud and doing nothing. So, it's nice to see that, like, you know, that doesn't get rewarded. Mm. I feel bad. I don't feel bad. I don't feel anything for Kawhi. I like Kawhi. Kawhi is one of my favorite players, still is. Yeah. Um, I love him. Kawhi, bro. And One performance it. doesn't mean anything because we all know Kawhi's like a straight up boss. But the fact that you saw this in the you saw this in the Dallas series too, like this team basically lost to Dallas, like minus a Kristaps injury mm. and like Doncic losing his ankle, like they were like this close to like losing to that Dallas Mavericks team. So it's not that surprising. I also think the Nuggets are heavily underrated. I have no idea how they're gonna guard a LeBron AD pick and roll, but I believe in this Nuggets team so much, and Mm. all I want now, honestly, all I want to come out of this bubble thing, since we lost and we won our second championship with the Clippers losing tonight,
1: uh, all I want is a Nuggets Heat final. Listen, I can't wait for it, baby. Nikola Jokic versus Bam Adebayo for best passing center in the NBA. You know? Um, The storylines will be hilarious. Honestly, Adam Silver is – Going to put on a jersey, uh, a referee outfit, him da- his own damn self. If that is the finals, he is going to officiate that game, and he's going to call technicals on who on Nikola Jokic sitting on the bench like he's Joey Crawford on on Tim Duncan. Like he's going to put like, on the jersey I just, himself. Man. I just
2: can't wait. I just can't hate to. I just can't wait to read uh, to hear that KFC
1: ad read you're going to do oh, uh, for
2: the Nuggets Heat series. Yo, know, the new spicy nuggets that. <laughs>
1: Oh, listen, honestly, the $10 mighty bucket for two is where we get you more than Paul George got you, man. Better value too, man. Way better. It's only $10, you know.
2: Oh, Lord. What a day, man. What a a day.
1: Listen, and again, look, I love Kawhi. I I love Kawhi, man. And it's just a shame to see his talents wasted like this. A year of his prime, you know, wasted on what, really? Right? Like, they got, again, they got as far as the Raptors did. They actually got less far because they were blown out in game seven. And I, ex- I at least expected Kawhi to show That's where I was a little bit disappointed. Maybe he didn't look – the burst wasn't really physically there. And, you know well, – how- they had him
2: guarding Jokic. Like, they, they had yeah. nobody who could guard Jokic. So they decided, okay, Kawhi, go guard Jokic. Mm-hmm. But the problem is when Kawhi's guarding Jokic, there's no Fred Van Vliet hitting threes to carry the offense. Bro, there's but- no – Sergey Baca hitting double-clutch threes in Ben Simmons' face. Like, you're not going to have that from this team because nobody can do that. Paul George, they asked Paul George, yo, go to the corner and hit it, and he went to the corner and hit the corner of the backboard.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. You think Danny Green would have given a better performance than this? A hundred percent. Oh, listen, Cole, I want some championships with Danny Green, but Paul George... 10 points if Danny Green wouldn't shoot two of 11, man. Come on, man. Danny Green not shooting four. The thing with Danny Green is he's not shooting 16 times. If he's only shooting four of 15, he's not, six, he's not taking that 16th shot and hitting the side of the backboard. Like if
2: Paul George is only giving you 10 points in defense, like mm. wouldn't you just rather have Danny Green do the exact
1: same thing uh, again? Danny would have been listen. Uh, Danny provides a podcast, you know, well, at least Danny's hit a game winner yo facts actually daddy hit a game winner all right against the Orlando Magic you can never forget this whereas Paul George hit a game winner in a Gatorade commercial (laughs) oh how many takes you think they needed to shoot that commercial man
2: oh listen that commercial is probably the reason that they're in the situation they are right now Kawhi watched tv one time like he was changing the channel for his kid and that Paul George Gatorade commercial came on he's like yo that guy's pretty good I want to play with him
1: yeah I, I did love that story, that that little detail that was leaked about how when Kawhi was taking his like six days to decide on free agency, he was trying to make calls because obviously he wanted to go to L.A. and he's pretty set on that. He didn't want to go to the Lakers, um, and he was trying to call all these other stars. You know, he, I mean, he called KD, he called Kyrie. He's like, "Yo, come on, guys, can you can you please join us?" And they're like, uh, "No, thank you." Uh, and then finally, he had to like go down to the list, and he's like, "All right, fine. I guess I'll call Paul." Like, you know, and and I just love that that detail was leaked. Like, first off, who leaked that detail and why did they do it? Because that's so disrespectful to Paul, but (laughs) it's also completely understandable now. So, Um, yeah, shout out to them. man. And listen, you know what? Who I'm really happy for, Jeremy Castleberry. Um, Listen, if I was real surprised that in the fourth quarter, um, Jeremy wasn't able to make some key adjustments there uh, for the coaching staff to sort of reverse that lead. It felt like, you know, maybe trapping – uh, the pick and roll with uh, you, you know, Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray was the way to go, um, you know, or something like that. But listen, I don't know, man. Kawhi's, maybe zone, pre-game, Kawhi's you know,
2: pregame Red Bull is always in the correct spot.
1: Oh, bro, listen, that towel, you know, how neat that towel is, man. Listen, that towel is crisp, you know, it's it's uh, the, the dryer sheet's been on that thing, so it's smells oh, nice. God. It got the nice, uh, sta- <laughs> no static cling, you know what I mean? Come on, man. Ah, uh, what a garbage franchise! I I really hate this team. Man. The best part of this team is that they have they start a center named Zubat.
2: And the best I know the best part is you know that they're only going to continue to get worse because they have nothing available.
1: to them. Oh, I can't wait, baby! <laughs> I can't wait. Listen, uh, they had, they traded their final trade assets to get Marcus Morris Senior, which is what you need after getting Kawhi and Paul George and Patrick Beverly which none of those guys are good passers. I mean, Kawhi improved, but again, none of those guys are, like, you know, guys that can set the floor for you consistently play-by-play. You need to get Marcus Morris, one of the most (laughs) iso-ball-heavy players in the league. And that's another
2: tweet I saw today. It was, like, someone pointed out, it's like, Kawhi went from being, like, the fifth-best playmaker on the floor – of a championship team to being forced to be the lead
1: playmaker of a team because they don't have a single person who can pass the ball. That's just tough. Like, you can't set the pace with Kawhi, right? Like, that's the thing. Kyle could set the pace, you know, other guys could, and they could play off their defense. Like, where's any of this stuff, man?
2: Bro, imagine having to guard Nikola Jokic, 300 pounds,
1: every single possession. I, and <laughs> then as soon as the possession, I'm just like, yo, here's the ball, do yep. something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, man, it's, it's, it's gonna weigh on you, man. And listen, that's where, that's where Marcus Hall would have been very handy. You know, that's where having a great coach would have been really handy. That's where having a a championship-tested squad would have been really, you know, helpful, you know, Kyle Larry. Oh, man. Listen. Well, the, I think I think
2: one of the things that's annoyed me the most since the Raptors got eliminated was I've got all these Raptor fans when they talk about free agency, like, oh, maybe maybe we do a sign trade with the Clippers to get some assets back for like Serge or Mark or I guess we got to trade Kyle. The Clippers would be a good fit. I'm sure they'll call. No. And I'm like, Yo, what do they even have? They don't got no picks. They don't got nothing. And why would anybody
1: trade with them? Why you want what? Lou? You want Lou Williams again? Oh God! You want Patrick Patterson again? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah, man. And I'm also just not trading them Kyle on principle, bro. Come on, man. Kyle Lowry deserves way better to the, than to lose like this with that franchise. So, And I guess at the end of the day, the Sixers did win game seven, eh?
2: They pulled it off. They, they made that trade for Tobias Harris to open up the room for Kawhi to leave Oh, eight, right. And then Kawhi ended up losing. <sighs> so the Sixers, got, the Sixers ended up winning game seven of the, the conference semifinals. Just took them a year.
1: You think you think
2: pa- <laughs> getting eliminated to you think, beat
1: Kawhi? You think Kawhi uh, called up uh Tobias Harris before he called up Paul George? <laughs> it's like Tobias, uh, you don't know me at all other than uh, I hit a game winner against you, but please join the team. I don't want to have to call Paul. Hey Chris, man, we had a good series against each other. <laughs> oh, that's Chris with a K? All right, well, um, yeah, Chris, uh, listen, you're a great shooter. I love that you scored. Th- marginally more points than Norman Powell in, in our uh, Eastern Conference Finals, uh, please join us. <laughs> Steve Ballmer, you know, he'll throw in a free uh, Microsoft Surface, you know. or Oh, my Lord. Uh, oh, yeah,
2: what, a, what, what a day.
1: And we haven't even talked
2: about how the Celtics went and just, like, lost oh, the heat. Yo. My heat? Our heat?
1: The you Miami
2: know? heat? Let's go, man.
1: Oh, man, listen. Always been a fan of that. Tyler Hero. I I love Goran Dragic. That man plays with a certain toughness that you just need.
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a grit and determination. He's a gamer, you know? It's the you know, little
1: things that matter. He just competes. Sometimes he goes over the line, but only because he competes, you know? And, and, you know,
2: we've lost a lot of those type of players. Like Larry Bird was the last of those type of players. And now yo. you have – I think since Larry Bird, there's not been a player that manifests – that level of greatness and grit as kelly olenek does yes. like kelly olenek is that guy honestly better than jamal murray greatest canadian out there
1: why did why do we suddenly turn into the uh the mississauga version of bill simmons podcast featuring ryan rusillo bro
2: oh let me drive into someone's uh, house right now
1: oh, oh. <laughs> all right um <laughs> wow uh <laughs> let's uh yeah, I mean, listen, I actually kind of like the Heat, though, to be honest. Like, no lie. Like, I actually kind of want the Heat to win the championship. That way, Giannis can't join them because then he'd be chasing a title. You can't join a title team, man. Come on. That's not fair. And honestly, I just like the – like even forget the Giannis stuff. I just like this Heat team. Like, they're actually fun to watch. Like, it's easy to root for Butler. Uh, it's easy to root for Bam. He's, like, phenomenal. Like, just a phenomenal player. That block of the end was incredible stuff. Um, and even some of the guys they bring off the bench, you know. I mean, the only guy this dislike on this team is Kendrick Nunn. You can look up what will happen with Kendrick. But um honestly, this team is it's it's fun to watch. And and you know, guys are performing, they play well as a team. Spo always gonna root for an Asian. So go heat, all right. All the way, man. Yeah. Heat nation right here. Heat culture. You know? Heat culture. So
2: I'm gonna say it right now. The Nuggets are going to the finals.
1: I'm just gonna Bro, say it. Come right on, now, man. the Nuggets are going to the NBA
2: Finals. I believe this is the right. team.
1: So, Paul the, 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 Millsap the, is the, going
2: to beat LeBron James in a
1: playoff game. The, the formula is going to have to be okay. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, without Coach Bud on the floor, I think he, he might actually get something. But um, you know,
2: who do you trust more as a coach, though, Mike Malone or Frank Vogel?
1: Um, Mike Malone or Frank Vogel? Jeez, I, you know, I never thought much of either of them as a coach, to be honest what do you think by the way Franco Vogels had a really nice year in terms of just like coaching the team setting up a defense we didn't even hear like a single mention for him for coach of the year like this is what happens when you coach LeBron like if you have any success it's not yours I feel bad for him almost to be honest but um I think I'd probably rather have Mike Malone to be honest I don't even really think Mike's that good of a coach but he's really gotten through to his players he stood up for his guys he's, he's given some great quotes and I would go through the wall for for Mike Malone man and he's a better coach than his dad so shout I have out no his, idea who
2: his dad is, I'll be honest with you. Brendan Malone, he coached the Raptors. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh man, then gotta root for the Nuggets, yo. That's yeah. Canada's team.
1: That's can no bro, it's just Jamal alone. That's that's Canada's <laughs> team, man. Jamal's playing phenomenal. Again, that's another guy that's I mean, he's looked incredible in this this playoffs. Obviously a little inconsistent, but when he's on, bro, like I don't know how many other players are on like he is. So it's gotta get that next Olympic run, man. Oh, my goodness. Nick Nurse with, uh, J- you know, Jamal Murray, Shea Gilgis-Alexander.
2: Nick Nurse on his new multi-year deal running full propaganda on these Canadians. I oh, can't wait.
1: I love it, man. The tampering is great. Every time the Canadian player rolls through, ACC, you know, plays a, a montage of the highlights from the, the FIBA tournament in 2015. You know, we're going to see Jamal Jamal Murray at the Pan Am Games. Uh, and <laughs> Future
2: Raptors backcourt. Shay Gilges Alexander and Jamal Murray mm. connecting for connecting. Yo, could you imagine them connecting for an alley oop? Mm. Matt
1: Devlin just like
2: call that Highway 7 Kitchener to Hamilton, baby.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, he would say something like that, man. Oh, that's that Winston Churchill connection. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I don't want to hear this, man. Oh that's that's the east mall the west mall all right um yeah so listen a lot of a lot of things happening Um, obviously yeah you know raptors are out some news happening i actually did not plan to do this pod but uh you know circumstances dictated that it was an absolute must and honestly you know people needed this live because again the last thing we heard from raptors a little bit sad so uh in terms of programming i'm actually talking to zarar uh you know uh tomorrow on the podcast so we're gonna go through the season and talk about things like you know nick Nurse getting his extension uh well deserved you know terrence davis making the second team um all rookie team first player to do it since jv and um yeah just also look back on the season sort of wrap it up he had a really great piece on pascal siakam so look out for that tomorrow uh that's that's wednesday if you're listening to it now but um yeah asad thanks for coming on man i appreciate it i didn't think you know we would have another game to uh to do a slander pot around. But, you know, this is, this is Kawhi just providing for Toronto again. Let's look, look at him just carrying us always, you know, even from you know, a, a whole different franchise, still carrying us. So I appreciate it. Kawhi, Kawhi. Leonard,
2: Kawhi Leonard made your whole career, man. It's beautiful.
1: That's facts. That's honestly facts. So <laughs> listen, Kawhi, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for losing tonight. <laughs> uh, let's, I'm just saying, man, we could have won the championship if you had just stayed, all right? You know, even if we let Danny walk, okay, it's unfortunate. You know, I, I, I miss Danny, I miss Harrison, you know, but, like, like, it, we, we would have won the championship again. And I, the fact that he walked away from that, I get the circumstances, whatever. Everything is, like, completely fine. I'm just saying, though, like, like, when you leave a championship team that was fully ready to run it back, I don't really know where you go, f- you know, other than just to say, like, like, damn, that, that has to be acknowledged. That's pretty significant, so.
2: And honestly, I guess it was a little confusing for the Denver Nuggets players to feel like they were playing, you know, six six v four out there with Kawhi wearing his their colors on his shoes, and then mm. shooting six for twenty. Uh, great shoes, though. Shout out New Balance, I guess. Oh man,
1: how how are your New Balances holding up, man?
2: Well, because of the pandemic, I haven't had to use them, so they're holding up. But those things, uh, I'm not gonna say that they uh, fell apart like cheap. Like cheap pieces of crap, but after three months, I don't wear them
1: anymore. So are you saying those? Are you saying those shoes, the New Balance shoes, needed load management? What was going on, man?
2: They do need load management. I was playing four nights a week on them. That mm-hmm. that didn't last more than two and a half months.
1: Wow. All right. All right. Well, that, it is what it is, man. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm happy you got in on it though, and I'm happy New Balance got in on that programming. Remember when New Balance during the the parade? told everybody, hey, we're airdropping something, and everyone was like, oh, my God, Kawhi's resigning. (laughs) And then they just airdropped like a thank you to the Raptors fans. We had a great year. Buy some merch. Bye. (laughs) I will always hate New Bounds for that. So it is what it is. All right, Asad, thanks for coming on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, listeners, check out tomorrow's episode uh, that is more focused on the Raptors. But for now, um, we had one more Snyder pod. Uh, Yeah, so hope you enjoyed it.